Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I discuss why I'm chicken when it comes to the Olympics in Rio, we investigate what's fishy about this year's VMAs, and ask where's the beef on the set of Fast and Furious 8. Everybody, Backstreet's back, alright? Welcome back. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. How's it going? Good. What's going on? It's nice to see your face this lovely morning. I know. It, well, it, like, just woke up Ooh. five seconds ago. All right. Get yeah. the uh, the Sandman Sandy Cresties out the eye. Yeah. Let's sure it looks great in that. HD. <laughs> um. What do you want to talk about? What's going on? What's going on? Where have you I'm been? Vacation. Vacation. Must Although be nice. there comes a point where there's enough vacation and your body just breaks down right now. I'm, I'm nursing a foot injury. I've oh, got a what sore throat. Do? Oh, boy. Disco injuries? Stuffy nose. Like a lot of disco. A lot of tourism injuries. A lot of I walking see. around. <laughs> but I also feel like I was inspired by the Olympics and I tried to do like my best Simone Biles. And I ended She's up the only one that can do those moves. That's why they right. named them See, after her. Exactly. I tried to pull a Simone Biles and I ended up pulling a Carrie Strug. So now I've got, you know, a wrapped up ankle and I'm hobbling around and not really not really making it. Well, it's, I don't know. Carrie Strug, really I think, got a lot more a lot more uh, celebrity uh, celebrity status than Simone Biles did. That's that's true. That's true. Definitely. Well, because you know, Carrie was the one who vaulted with the broken leg. She vaulted into a broken leg. Right. Right. That Something like that was no joke. I don't know if you've seen the the any of the coverage of the men's, but did you see that uh, French gymnast that vaulted and then broke his leg? I'm surprised they all don't break their legs. But I haven't seen any. Olympics coverage. I haven't so watched a single thing. All the coverage. I've missed all. I think it makes me a bad global citizen, but I just have not see, been like, watching. Tong- you didn't see the Tongan that was all greased up with the flag, who was bearing the flag, and he had all his baby oils on? No, but that seems like something I need to see. I need someone to just should- to put together like a, a super cut for me of highlights of the Olympics because there's so well, it- much coverage. There's so much coverage. It's two weeks of events. I feel like the Winter Olympics are shorter too. But it, it's a long, it's a long series of events, and honestly, NBC doesn't really give you much of the much of sport, much of the sports coverage. I feel like they always just give you a lot of backstory and not enough of the games. It's a lot of backstory. It's a lot of hometown packages. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like all of my favorite shows are being preempted by Olympics coverage, so I'm scavenging like Hulu and Netflix for things to watch because. You know, the, you don't the want current. To be forced to watch those I don't want to be forced to watch it. Not on Bravo when I'm looking for the most recent episode of Flipping Out with Jeff Lewis, and it's being preempted and, and, by Olympics and coverage. Rather, you're getting like, like you know, I don't know. I feel like on Bravo they do like with the horse dressage or something, or like some yeah, of the more like obscure categories of of competition, equestrian archery and what have mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I just I you know I know I need to catch up and I keep saying I'm going to, and I was excited that they like Leslie Jones got recruited down there. Leslie Jones really, really lobbied hard. I don't, although I don't think she's truly an Olympic super fan. 
Uh, but she, you know, she's fierce on her Twitter. And uh, I think that, you know, her her videos really sealed the deal for her. So good yeah. for her. She got a free ticket down to Rio. True. Free ticket to Zika virus. That's the other right. thing. I felt like that city wasn't prepared for it. And I just didn't want to see Dookies in the trip. river. Yeah. Honestly, though, it's such a big production. I don't think most cities are ready for the Olympics. So. True. In the last, like, 20 years of Olympics... I feel like there's always the news story that, like, the toilets are backed up in the Olympic Village and nobody can lock the doors. Well, I feel like like, China had it down. China was ready. They weren't about to be embarrassed on the world stage. And London wasn't so bad. They really slayed that opening ceremony. They did. did. How was the opening ceremony for this one? uh, See, that's how I feel about these games. Of a spectacle as the Chinese opening ceremonies was. Or uh, even they London. Bunchen, they they had Giselle Bunchen walk the longest runway. I need to watch her walk. I keep hearing about her walk. I want to hear. I want to see that. It was, it was great. Although I feel like London had already done like the the super the all the super like the British supermodels. So that was kind of like mm, that wasn't very unique. Hmm. But what? apparently, I mean, it was a show stopping. I guess it was the like show stopping moment. Giselle carrying the games on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's like Victoria's Secret Super Show. Did well, the Spice Girls? Did the Spice the Girls fun. reunite again and and drive around in the circus? Because that was my favorite moment from the London. No, when games. they were in those like little circus cars. Yeah, and Posh was like holding on for dear for life. Dear life. Dear Platform life. heels on the, the hood of a mini. Were those minis? I, don't I think know. they were probably little min- minis. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you are missing out on some. Uh, incredible uh, competition and athleticism. You're also missing out on some grandtastic, I just said grandtastic hair pageantry of the women's uh, U.S. track and field team. Not only the women's U.S. track and field team, but also Jamaica's got some flair. These women come to slay, they come to run, they come to serve. See, and the hair game is really always on point. And you're, I think you're missing out. I think that you might want to check out uh, a few of the outstanding stars uh, of the track and field. I games. saw the Jamaican uh, that, what was her name? The Jamaican run the fastest woman in the world. Those Jamaicans stay running for their lives. And That's she had right. the green and yellow. I know Usain Bolt was, did he win this year? Uh, Usain Bolt did win. Uh, Shelly Ann Frazier was like the two time, uh, the two time champion. She's Jamaican. She is rocking a very, Fierce and bold, uh, patriotic Jamaican, yellow and green wig, lace front situation that's very long and luxurious. I saw a blurry photo, and it did look long and luxurious and also loose. It seems like it's not in their best interest. Doesn't that create a lot of drag? I that's Well, maybe that might have been her problem because she actually ended up taking the silver medal in the 100-meter hmm. Uh, Dash, uh, she lost to her, um, she lost to her Jamaican teammate, Elaine Thompson. Now, Elaine Thompson really won it for me. She had just like a nice, long, simple flowing ponytail situation, and she had like a Coachella gold headband on to keep it secure. Okay. Yeah, sure. I love a little, a little gold headband. I feel like everyone should be rocking a tight bun like the, like they're about to do a floor routine. Well, right. See, that's the difference between the track and field uh, competitors and our gymnastics competitors. They'll put it in a tight, messy bun, 
and then do some backflips for your nerves. Right. These ladies like the artistry. They like the flow. I think that, you know, when you're running 100 miles an hour, you you your own wind machine. You are your own, like, Beyonce fan. Sure. So you want a lot of length and you want a lot of good flow. Now, I think that the problem with the the problem with Shelly Ann Frazier, she might have had one pack too many of hair on her head and it might have weighed her down a little bit. That, that right. might have been the problem. I can't imagine that they are not um, accounting for and calculating every, like, ounce length like stray hair like right the, like there uh, i'm surprised i feel like there should be so many levels of approval before like they get to the starting be snatched line bald, right? snatched bald. like the swimmers they, like the swimmers. they shave head to toe they should be wearing yeah. like bald caps when they touch the line yeah there's got to well, someone has someone has definitely researched the science i'm sure because remember, Flo, well, Flo Jo ran with a full, fully done hair. She was like the Diana Ross of track and field. True. And, and cheetah had, claws. And that's what I was going to say. She had like the nails, like for nails for days. Yeah. Those weren't just Lee Press-ons. Those were like talents. Interesting. I think she's someone who probably started this whole sort of, you know, style and fashion in on track and field. I think it really started with flow. True, Joe. that race with flair kind of sensibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And J Lo probably has something that they, like has Flojo to thank for her her moniker as well. That's what I was gonna say. What is J Lo competing in? What uh, did I miss? No, <laughs> J Lo J Lo has got a lot of junk in the trunk and there's a lot of drag on that. So yeah. I don't think move that fast. She's not doing track and fish. She might she could she might be a good shot putter. She could maybe we haven't seen her discus or javelin yet. She might be good in the field events. That's true. She might she might be able to throw a javelin, but yeah. Yeah. She ain't sprint. No. That's a lot of pull. She's not doing high jump. A lot of pull. Yeah, there's no high yeah. jumping. Keep her off the pole vault, please. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I haven't I I don't know why, but I haven't seen like a single tumble, jump, sprint, or splash. Dash, nothing. Nothing. I know Michael Phelps is cleaning up again. That's right. He just won his twenty third gold medal. That's amazing. In the in the relay. He was already the most decorated person. I don't think anybody was expecting him to really do much except for show up and compete these games, but he's dragging down gold medals. He's really done it. And you know what? Venus Williams just picked up her I think that I was reading like she picked up her fourth gold medal in the Olympics. She won the mixed doubles uh, yesterday. She's amazing. So, she's amazing. But, you know, I'm kind of upset. Like, this is the thing about the program. I didn't see any Venus Williams coverage after she and Serena got knocked out of the doubles. And then I get I don't know if uh, Venus was competing in the singles competition. But anyway, after they kind of got kicked out of their doubles and then Serena lost, you didn't really get much uh, Venus coverage. And then I read in the, in the paper today that she won the mixed doubles. So I'm like, Hey, hmm. you read it in the paper. I read it in the paper in 1995. Yes, <laughs> right. a headline. I read it in the electronic paper. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, um, that's interesting. I just, in this like YouTube world, I don't need to be at home waiting to watch these things live. Also, what time zone is Rio in? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Central? know. Maybe I just need. <laughs> I think it's mountain time. Um, I just need to. I just need to see a supercut, like I said on YouTube. Someone needs to send me like a fifteen-minute uh, chop-down version. Once everything is over, just give me the highlights reel. I'm sure you can probably get that once it's done. Now, how come? Um, 
How come Olympic celebrity doesn't last? I was thinking about like Simone Bile, those kids. The it's always the dream team with our U.S. gymnastics team. Michael Phelps, his celebrity manages to stick, but he's got the privilege of being a cisgendered white guy who's really good. But like the black girls, and like a swift kick in the behind out the door, right out the door. They have maybe six months after the games are over, um, where people are commemorating their shine. But then that's it. It's over. We just forget about them. Um, well, you know, Gabby Gabby Douglas has done a pretty good job at kind of maintaining some uh, some kind of her fame. That's a reality show on Oxygen. On Oxygen, yeah. Well, and what is she doing? Uh, Gabby Douglas, I remember, was the big deal from the last time, and she made mm-hmm. that stretch. I think as as far as any other people I can think of. But now, yeah, Biles like the big movie Yeah, she her. she got a few. She was right to capitalize. But like fast and hard, and I was surprised to see that she has her 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 oxygen reality series now, which is she smart. also has her own leotard line. There you go. She <laughs> she knows how to work it. Okay, she's brand right. She's got her own dance skins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just hope. But Simone she's. Can I mean, make she's uh, she's an exception to the rule, though, for sure. She is, but just barely, though, at that. That's true. I mean, remember I, how long we had to live with Carrie Strug? I mean, we were just talking about Carrie Strug. We just thought, we, yeah, we, we're still talking about her. But she didn't really parlay her celebrity into anything else. Ankle casts? No. Yeah. No, that's true. Haircuts? She had her mm-hmm. home, line, home line at Supercuts? Like a flow, like a uh, Carrie Strug for Flobies? Yeah, it was more like a, <laughs> a Chris Catan. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that her look? <laughs> Maybe we're talking yeah. about her for the wrong reasons. Maybe we're just too oversaturated with reality celebrities that even like like these Olympic athletes don't can't we can't be bothered we can't they can't fit into the the rotation. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just seems like a real a real missed opportunity. And I know I say that sitting here having not seen a single event, but they're like real life superheroes. Wanna, right, it should you think be that exciting. Someone would want to monetize that somehow. Yeah, beyond the Wheaties box, who eats Wheaties? Right. Who eats weed? Those are so nasty. Do they have even you, sell Wheaties eat? outside of the when's Olympic season? the last season? have you had a bowl of Wheaties? 1987. Yeah. Under duress, I promise you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else in the house. Mm-mm. Just like that old box of Wheaties. Like every other cereal has been consumed. Yeah. No, there's no oatmeal. You have to just go with the Wheaties. You have to go with the Wheaties and hate it. Ugh. And you just put a half a cup of sugar in there. Right. That's how you fix it. Right. You just put a mountain of sugar in there. And then you bolt Delicious. out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. With gold teeth. <laughs> oh. uh, so what else is going on? Uh, not much. I don't think. It's been kind of a, a slow... We've been gone for two weeks. We've We're been back. gone for a minute. But, but like, what's not, happened? But I feel like has the, world, has the entertainment world stopped for us while we were on break? Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Frank Ocean supposed to release an album? Weren't we waiting for that last Friday? Right. We're back, Frank. You can release that, uh, that, okay, uh, that album okay. now. Now, you know how things work here. We talk about it, and then we go off the air, and it immediately gets dropped. Exactly. Exactly. So, Monday morning, at the release of this episode, it should coincide with the new Frank Ocean album. So, we right. should go ahead welcome, and say, everybody. you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, you're right. welcome, the world. Uh, are we ever going to see anything from this guy? I think so. Hey, listen, he's just taking his time. Are we interested in anything from this guy at this point? 
that's the problem. I don't know. He's going to have to come with something. I mean, kind of, the weekend kind of came and kind of ate his lunch. Did kind of, but I, I think that there's still a, a spot for Frank Ocean. In, there is. In I think. Music. I think people are are excited yeah, to see respect him. him and like him and and really want to see what he has to offer in this next album. Um. But with that said, when will it get here? I know, I know he's out coming. there playing games. People are losing interest. It's People are going to get resentful. Well, the, the whole thing was that there was this whole like buzz and hubbubaloo on because of his website. There was like a stream of him in the studio, and there was something to do with like Apple. Like, wasn't there like an Apple Music stream? Like, yeah, there the was something like that. And then there was going to be an Apple Music release at midnight. And people were up waiting. But nothing happened. Hour and nothing happened. And nothing at all happened. Well, all right. Well, what else? What else? What other? Is there any other new music that we have to like keep us keep us entertained until that get, arrives? Mm. I actually listened to that new One Republic song. Did you hear that one, Kids? Mm. No. Let's okay. I will, you're giving me a hard side eye because it's One Republic. Yes, I am. Am I giving you like Starbucks, like cafe? You uh, just like told me iTunes pick of the week that you right got now? some really cool cargo pants at American Eagle. <laughs> yeah, right. That's and I'm going to drive off in my minivan. Let's listen to it. How okay. about we? Well, why don't we hold our judgment until we actually listen to the song? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Fine. 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 We were reaching, reaching for the rafters. It's a little strummy. It was a little strummy in the beginning. I was nervous. But then when, as we moved on, it was like, okay, this is like music from and inspired by Stranger Things. Oh, really? I was getting more uh, Peter Gabriel tease from this one. Uh, like, In Your Eyes. That's what I was kind of I can hear about. that. I hear that with in the there. Synth, with that synthy drum beat there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, listen, obviously, the fact that I'm I'm reaching for One Republic right now is maybe does say a thing about the state of, of yeah of, uh, i did not expect right you to now. say one republic that was a surprise I know. You, uh, excuse me double takes yeah pit you, take. you did yes bit take yeah. cargo pants mm-hmm. mom haircut <laughs> minivan there you go fine but what i feel like their roman republic has had like a lot of hits i mean they're they have been been pretty consistent and they're pretty popular they're very popular I'm just trying to justify my slight interest in the song. Well, because One Republic also wrote that Beyonce song, If I Were a Boy. Remember when they got into trouble? Yeah, Ryan Tedder wrote that. He also gave the same track to Kelly Clarkson, Already Gone. They were the same exact song, and he tried to act like he didn't (laughs) sell them both the same bag of goods. 
So listen, this is like a little. This is a decent little like cruise, cruise, cruise on the highway, Diddy. All right, I'm not giving you a banger right now. I know this. I yeah. know this. I'm not mad at this. I am not mad at this. I'm just here to report the new music that's been released. This okay. Week. All right. So there, there you have it. I'll take it. I'll well, you know, Britney it. Spears also released uh, another teaser single to this this new album. And also, I guess we've been gone for a second. She did release the cover art for her album and the name. It's titled Glory. Right. And here she is in all her glory. We had a full close-up shot of her. Yeah. She's got... She hired Mariah's airbrusher. She's got some brushing. She's got some contouring. Mm-hmm. She's got a fully Kylie Kardashian pout. What are your thoughts? I'm surprised that, well, first of all, I know because she released the video for uh, Make Me as well. Uh, and she. Yeah, so we've got a lot of Britney news on today. Dragged. I think people are unfairly. Upset, people, people are, are not into it. We're, well, people are into it, and they were petitioning for the original version of the video, which was shot by David LaChapelle. And after the release of the second version, which I guess is the official version, of course, the original leaked, uh, or portions of the original leaked. And I got to say, it was kind of, it was just as boring. So I'm not mad at them for trying to come up with a, a secondary backup. But unfortunately, the secondary backup was a big stinking rotten goose egg, too. Right. And when is Britney going to, like, she's got to boss up and get a grown woman on. She can't always be in the soda pop shop. <laughs> Talking to like little boys and then laughing and like, what is this? This is like Crossroads Part Four. Yeah, I, need I mean, because the song is more mature than that. The sh- the song is more mature than the video, I think. Yeah, that's the problem. But the thing is, like, she makes these steps towards like getting a grown woman on, and then she goes back into like the bubble gum. Like, I feel like she probably listened to Lemonade and was like. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, because this I album cover, like this that, Glory album like, cover, looks like the Antebellum Lemonade, right? Doesn't it? And right. and also, whose nose is that? Not well. It's now it's hers because she paid for it. She bought it from Ashley Tisdale. Maybe she. I was thinking maybe she went to the same uh, specialist as that Simpson. Mm. Not Jessica Simpson, but Ashley Simpson. <laughs> Maybe she got an Ashley Simpson right. special. Mm. Yeah, it does seem a little bit tweaked and turned. But you know what? Hey, it makes you feel good. I'm just talking about the music here. So yeah, and the and the, <laughs> and the album cover. The album cover. I'm, yeah, now. right now I'm being mesmerized mm-hmm. by the album cover. Yeah, it does seem like it's a very like. This isn't the most professional job I've ever seen. No. Maybe her kids did it. Her kids got like some paint program. Yeah, this this, this definitely looks like an MS Paint job, right? Mm-hmm. Not even like Photoshop. Just a quick MS Paint copy paste the photo in. Right. Yeah, lens flare. Like a lens flare in the back. Weird, weird font. Weird, super weird font. Yeah, like it doesn't even look like this. Looks like like one of those fa- like fan made made covers. Yeah. I feel like Janet Jackson had the same problem when didn't she have uh like when she did uh twenty twenty YO didn't she have like a, a an album cover fan art competition which was a hot mess too lazy yeah God I mean this is like you this is basically your calling card for your new album right this you is your livelihood on it. but when you're in Britney Spears status it doesn't even matter 
It doesn't matter. Like she could have. I mean, yeah, it could have. It could have been anything. She could have yeah. put anything on the front of that. There really just needs to be one good song on this album, and then she works it into her rotation. She doesn't need to tour this album. She's in Vegas. That's right. So she yeah, can do exactly. a medley of her new things and then skip back to her catalog of hits. And she'll be okay. Well, a couple of days ago, she released the next single for uh, of the album called Clumsy. Let's take a listen. <laughs> okay. But I love how you go down Head first and style it out Again and again Clumsy Keep on bumping into you Banging all over this bedroom Again and again Call me a fool, call me insane But don't call it a day Closer to you, closer to pain It's better than far away What was that? I don't know. Um, this well, just further seals the deal for me that this is a uh, lemonade knockoff because that's daddy lessons all day. <laughs> she just should have called it Kool Aid. <laughs> really, 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 this is like the the Mason Dixon South of the Mason Dixon lemonade, right? Oh, sweet boy. tea. I don't know what they call it. Sweet in. tea. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of got like a daddy lessons with a weird stuffy techno beat every now and then. Right. Then. Well, huh. do you remember when Fergie had that song "Clumsy"? She already did that. Oh yeah, she did do that. She did it better though. Yeah, and that that sang a lot right there. She did it better. It's like rem- remember when Fergie did the same thing but better. Yeah. Yeah, you need that to go right back to the the drawing. But board. again, you know what, like. She all she needs is one good, not even like a. She doesn't really. Does she even really need a hit at this point? She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. I mean, she doesn't. And like she, I said, I like make me enough. That's fine. That was a nice yeah, this, that, departure. That's good her. enough. That's good enough. I think that people really want to see her dance. That they want to. The they thing. want a dance song from Britney, but I don't know if she's going to give it to us. Yeah, not with clumsy though. People don't want to see her dance to clumsy. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any move busting with Clumsy. Nope, no, not no, not this time. Well, the album comes out, I think, on the at the end of August. So she's got a few more weeks to maybe tinker in the studio or so release something else. We'll see her but, perform something at the VMAs then. Is she? Has she been confirmed for the VMAs? Uh, I think if her album's coming out at the end of August, she, she'll be up there. I mean, it's kind of like a no-brainer, right? She's going to be at the VMAs doing something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised, though, because it was just announced that uh, at this year's VMAs, Rihanna is getting that Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? That's right, yeah. Which I'm not en- entirely mad at. She's had a couple good ones, although when I th- I think of Rihanna, I don't necessarily think of her as a music video artist. Like Her, her videos don't jump out immediately at me, but when you go back and look at the one she's done, they've been pretty good. I'm surprised Britney Spears doesn't have a Video Vanguard Award. That is surprising. I mean, the the thing that I'm truly mad about is that Missy Elliott doesn't have a Video Vanguard Award. And yeah, if anyone should be getting that thing, it should be her. Lies. That's the I'm real injustice. Missy 
But I would yeah. have expected by now that Britney Spears would have one because she's her like early 2000s work supported that network almost exclusively. And now she's got an album coming out. It's like the timing seems right that they would just Are give her something. Are we sure that Britney doesn't have one? I think that didn't she? Re- maybe she. No, I feel like Britney did get a video Vanguard award. Oh, you know what? You're right. She did. Okay. So all yeah. of that rescinded. It makes sense. The world is yeah, new. Okay. She got one in 2011. Okay. Right before everything Justin fell right in the world because yeah, I feel like they gave her that right after. This is like right when is this when she started to doing the Vegas residency maybe, and that was sort of done in conjunction with that, and that's what kind of like promoted. That. Maybe it was like five years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's too long ago. Anyway, yeah, but she definitely did get a, a video. Band okay, good. Record. All right, I just was... so now it's Rihanna's turn. I now mean, it's Rihanna's turn. Really, yeah, it's Missy's turn, but she it's Rihanna's turn. Out like what? In the in the last seven years, how many albums has she churned out? Which and, and she shot a lot of videos. Uh, yeah, for but like almost every single song on a lot of those albums. So which ones are memorable to there. you? Which of sorry, the, which of those videos are memorable to you? Exactly, and the thing is, honestly, though, what videos are memorable ever nowadays? I think that's a problem. People aren't really even focused on making good music videos anymore. I mean, those Lemonade videos were good. The Lemonade videos were fantastic. But, I mean, general – like, I felt like most most acts really focused on, like, their their videos for, for you know, for their singles. And now people aren't as invested in, in, in creating, like, music videos that – people want to watch and it seems weird with you being that you know you have youtube and you know all the social media but i feel like people aren't as focused on that they're more focused on their social media game that's true but also especially this year rihanna hasn't done uh, did she even release a video that she did she released a couple videos this year she yeah, released she, a video well, for work she was naked in a couple videos but none of them have been especially good the last uh, really Matt, good rihanna video i think of was we found love that was the last really good one, but the last sort of high-profile one I can think of was Bitch Better Have My Money, which was a non-starter for her album. Right, that's right. I think that that, that was probably one of her last kind of more prolific videos that she's made. Yeah. Recently. Although then there's that, that uh, The Needed Me video that came out a few months ago as well. Right. When she's like in the negligee and she's got the guns and, you know. Yeah, and she's naked. Right. It's the only thing I can remember about it. It's dark and yeah. she's naked. Well, that's really the direction most of her videos have gone recently. So. Yeah, like what is that clip before they present her with the award? What's that clip going to look like? What's that clip package going to look like? Yeah, a lot of NSFW. Right, a lot of a lot of pixelated portions. <laughs> pixelated a... bits. Yeah. Ones uh, and zeros. I'm not. I'm not mad. I guess she can. Yeah. Have that. And hey, it's, it's another opportunity to see Rihanna on the stage. Of course, people are going to be tuning in just to see what she says, what she does. So, True. her uh, acceptance speech will be interesting. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Do we know who's hosting it yet? Or? Mm, I don't know. No, it hasn't come out yet. It, mm, it should, though, because it's just a couple weeks away. It's a few weeks away. Well... They don't. They, I, I'm sure they they don't want to make any Miley missteps this year. So Oops. Leslie Jones likes music videos. <laughs> maybe they'll send her. Yeah, maybe, and then they'll drag her across the internet. Uh, it looks like we're not going to get that Ghostbuster sequel we were all counting on. Unfortunately, yeah, it sounds like 
Did you ever see it's not it? Not going to happen. I'm actually going to see it today. Oh, great! Too little, too late, I'm but good. To see it today, maybe maybe my seven dollars will turn this around. Maybe you need I just need, multiply that by more, ten million. A million. Yeah. Apparently, they are headed for a seventy million plus loss. Yeah. The the movie made about 120 million domestically, almost 180 million internationally, but it needs to make like 300 million to break even. Uh-oh. Yeah. So that sequel we were all but certain about a little over a week ago, the studio finally announced that they're probably going to back off plans for a sequel. Oh, that's too bad. That's too, too bad. bad. Because there was but nothing hey, wrong with this movie, and it bumps me out that it's going to have the stink of failure all over it. All over it, because all these bros got mad that uh, that they were taking their source material, um, right, and putting ladies in it. Well, it'll get a lot of airplay on on airplane flights. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Will that count for anything? Maybe that the streaming numbers will come in and they'll be like, oh, actually, people really liked it on home video. So oh, maybe they'll do a straight to video. Right. They really loved it. Yeah. You know what I watched uh, on the airplane? I watched that uh, Hulu series, The Path. With What's his name from uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad, Aaron Paul. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a series based off of Scientology. And? Uh, I thought it was like... It, it sounded like it could be an interesting idea, but the execution of it was just kind of like, uh, it was more like lifetime movie of the week. And it probably would be better served as a lifetime movie of the week, honestly. Yeah. I'm not convinced um, that Aaron Paul will do interesting projects outside of breaking bad. Yeah. And the thing is, I feel like he was perfectly cast for that role in breaking bad. And in this, he's playing one of the parishioners of this cult called the path. He plays a father of like two and one of his kids is like a a grown teenager um, that doesn't even really look like him, but maybe that's kind of like a, a, like a, a, like a, you know, one of the big surprises that come in the the following episodes. Cause I think that there's maybe some sort of parentage issue there, but anyway, he's committed to to the whole season. I basically, well, you know, when you're on the plane for eight hours, you, you got plenty of time to burn. So I watched like six episodes. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, yeah, he plays like a father to a 15-year-old and just doesn't seem all that believable to me. It was another one. Of, he's also a producer on the series. So it seems like one of those vanity casting things. It's like, I can do anything. I can play a dad. It's like, no, you really can't. No. You can play a, like a methy tweaker. Yeah. Like a 20-something tweaker. Do that but again. like a 30-year-something. Yeah. Please do that. Like, leave the... <clears throat> the father-dad roles to somebody else. It's the same thing with, like, Ben Affleck. He's like, I can play Batman. It's like, no. This is not This is not working. This is not going to work. Anyway, so I watched that. I don't know if I'll continue watching it. I think that was just for in-flight entertainment. That's enough. And not in the comfort of my own time. That's that's pretty much, that's True. Pretty much it. Passenger that's 57. Mm-hmm. Yeah, captive audience. That's it. That's it. Well, um, are you going to see this um, Ocean's Eleven reboot, Ocean's Eight, when it comes out? Now, what's going on with are this? You excited about that? This is another Rihanna venture. Rihanna, I think, oh. is really pivoting. She is gagaing hard this year. Yeah. She's going to get the the Vanguard Award at the VMAs, and 
now she's doing all of these acting projects. I think they're trying to really distance themselves from the or distract us from the fact that she's had a really disappointing year in music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time to kind of move move beyond this, diversify a little bit. What better way than to start, you know, a high profile chops? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's going to be another high profile lady reboot. I wonder if they're okay. nervous after all of this, like Ghostbusters hullabaloo. So wait, who is? Who, do we know who's in the cast other than Rihanna? Yeah, it's a bunch of Oscar winners and then a bunch of like random nobodies. No, wait. It's, okay, so who's in it? Uh, Sandra Bullock, Oscar winner. Okay. Anne Hathaway, Oscar winner. Um, Kate Blanchett, Oscar winner. Helena Bottom <laughs> Carter, Oscar nominee, and then what? like Helena. yeah, Helena Bottom Carter's in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Along with Mindy Kaling. No. <laughs> Rihanna. And Aquafina. Who? Aquafina. She's like this uh, Asian American hip hop actress, rapper, lady. She was in Neighbors too. I'm offended. I'm offended. Aquafina. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm offended. A W K W A F I N A. Aquafina. How does Aqua? Who is Aquafina, (laughs) and how does she get an agent and get cast in a Hollywood blockbuster like this? I need. We need wiki. We need to wiki this right now. We need to wiki her credentials real quick. I'm sure everyone is wondering who, what the hell Aquafina is and how does she get to act alongside a Sandra Bullock? I don't think anyone's paying attention to her. I think she slipped in under the radar. Yeah, we got Sandy Bullock, kind of- Anne Hathaway, Kate Blanchett, Rihanna, Aquafina. People probably just skipped right over that, thought it was a typo. Coming up in Google for me. Okay. She's been on Girl Code. Okay. That's something. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Okay. She has a music right. video called Queef. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. There you go. Check her out. All righty. Coming to a big she's screen. She's also movie. in Neighbors 2 in the indie comedy Dude. All right. Well, let's see what happens there. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I'll see this. I think it's actually going to work. Just because Oceans is, unlike Ghostbusters, Oceans is a, a recent and hugely successful property franchise. Yeah. yeah. And I think based on that alone, people are going to be interested in in seeing this. Yeah. And I think the thing about the Ghostbusters is, is that um, it might uh, this Oceans reboot might appeal more towards a, a wider general audience because not everyone's a big fan of like you know sci-fi yeah and also people overestimate in their memories uh the impact the original ghostbusters had yeah we remember it fondly but it wasn't um, like a mega hit and it wasn't that great like this new ghostbusters i like i said the whole time it was fine it's not the funniest thing you'll ever see but it's fine and i think the biggest problem that the studio sony made making this movie is that they spent too much money on it there's no yeah, reason they should have spent $144 million on it. And maybe it shouldn't have been a reboot. Maybe it should have been like a spinoff of the original somehow. Because people are purists and they don't like to see like, they don't like to see you know, classics. You know, I who cares? Who, so what? Who cares? Right? Like the fanboys going crazy and everything. But mm-hmm. I think that, that that press kind of put them in a very... Um, 
kind of difficult situation and something that was kind of hard to kind of pull themselves out of that because a lot of people were just up in arms and just complaining and like giving it bad reviews. And I think that it just kind of had like a, an impact on how audiences were, or how, you know, how motivated audiences were to actually go out and see it after like kind of like the negative buzz. Right. Maybe it should have been like werewolf hunters. <laughs> Oh, maybe. A team of werewolf hunters. Yeah. Or keep it in the same vein, but just not call them Ghostbusters. I know it's a sad state of the world that we can't come up with a freaking Ghostbusters film with four women and then like make it a successful film. But yeah, I think it probably would have been the same if it were like four four guys though, and then the re- they did a reboot of it as well. Yeah, maybe so. Honestly, Actually, the, I agree with you there. Is it what's? I mean, do we? What other reboots were? What other reboots were really successful recently? What other movie franchise reboots have well, been? Well, we were really just talking successful? about sort of things that held up, and um, I was I revisited the original Batman's uh, this this week on on Deep Thoughts, just because there have been so many like they've rebooted the Batman franchise over at Warner Brothers so many times, and everybody right. thinks that like the Christopher Nolan ones were so good and it's really changed the tone. And it just really got me wondering about whether or not the original Batman's held up. And those are great. I knew I would love Batman returns because Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is everything, but Mm -hmm. the original Batman with, um, Kim Basinger and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Vicky Vale. Really good. Vicky Vale. Forget it. Everybody should go back and watch that thing. Those Christopher yeah. Nolan ones really don't hold a candle to the Tim Burton Batmans, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. They were great, and and just think about like remember when they just they rebooted Spider Man like two weeks after they like finished the last Tobey Maguire one with Emma Stone and and who's or what's it? Yeah, with and Andrew Garfield, a, and then they're rebooting mess. it again two minutes and now after that. Rebooting it again, and is it? I don't know. I guess. I guess it has like a wider box off. It has a, a, a wide appeal, like in foreign foreign markets too. So yeah, yeah. But I don't know if we need another Spider Man. We don't. But the problem with those is like even the bad ones make a shit ton of money. So those yeah. studios are never gonna stop making them. They're never gonna stop. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'll probably see it. I really like the Tobey Maguire uh, Spider Mans though. One and two were yeah, good. They were fun. Three is the exception. Anyway, well, let's just leave everything alone. Right now, Try, and, and then I never, I never understood. They invited, they cast Bryce Dallas Howard, who's naturally a redhead, made fried out her edges and bleached her platinum blonde. That's and then, right. I forgot she was in this. What's her name? I'm forgetting like everyone's name. Emma Stone. It's been a long two weeks. Not Emma Stone from the original. Tommy McGuire and Oh, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, who's a blonde, they dyed her hair red. It was, it was just, it, this yeah, is just weird. everyone's got to change their hair color. Everyone's got to change their hair color. Emma Stone, who's a natural blonde, had to go red. Or no, she was blonde. She was blonde in the Spider Man with Andrew Garfield. She was blonde in the Spider Man movies. Yeah. 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 Huh. A lot of, a lot of. There's a whole subreddit that. there worth exploring. Yeah, there's a whole world there. Whole world. Hmm. Interesting. Well, is there anything else worth exploring here? I don't know. Not this week. Not this week was kind of dry. Kind of slow. That's fine. I'm sure we'll have more stuff to talk about. We just need to. Yeah. Next week will be bigger. We just had to ease back into it. We got to just ease our way back in. Gone for a minute. Not sure. But now we're back. back Although, you know, 
uh, The Rock was not very happy this week either. Sorry, we're almost done. Oh, yeah. This is not a surprise for me. I always thought that there would probably end up being beef between the two bald, exotical guys. You know what I mean? Exotical. Stop that. Right? Like the two big, bald, beefy exoticals. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not really surprised that they're having drama between the two of them. Uh, No, I'm not. I'm not surprised either. I'm not surprised that Vin Diesel pitched a fit. In my mind, that's exactly what happened. He got Mm -hmm. pissy. Um, probably mad because the the Rock has been, you know, on his gym game. Right. The Rock is like, was the like do you even lift, bro? And Vin Diesel got mad. Yeah, and he just got real mad about it. So but you know that. what? I'm mad that Vin Diesel's done because this is like the third third Fast and Furious movie they've done with The Rock. Mm-hmm. And Vin Diesel had the nerve to show up in all white in those wife beaters looking like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Like, if you're going to be in a movie on the big screen, in IMAX, in HD, in 4K, opposite, like, one of the biggest, most muscular fit guys in film, maybe hit the gym. Maybe do or some go, crunches. Or go to that Epion day spa in Beverly Hills with the yeah. Kardashians or two and get a little lipo or something. Get some lipo, freeze it out, do some body sculpting. Do something. Don't That's just right. roll out of bed and show up on set and be like, I look as good as I did in the first Triple X movie. Because you don't. You don't. You, you look swollen, not. puffy, and distended. <laughs> so, No. Nobody yeah. believes that you're going to go up against The Rock and fight him hand-to-hand, and it's going to be a draw. You're going you're gonna to have the floor wiped with your face. Yeah, you're, you're going to have issues. You're going to have problems. So, sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Better luck next time, Ben. Um, speaking of reboots, are you going to go and see his X reboot? Trailer's out. You'll probably see it today if you're going to the movies. But wait, what happened to Ice Cube? Because wasn't Ice Cube in the last one? Yeah, that was like so, the weird born aberration I, with Jeremy I Renner. I don't know what happened to Ice Cube. Did he make it out of that? Did he make <laughs> it out of? Did he make it alive out of his own movie until then? And then they brought Vin back in. Like what happened there? I'm sure they did not kill off Ice Cube. He's a much better producer than that. Right. You know, I'm sure he rolled off into the Cali sunset in the Lowrider. Right. He just got in the Lowrider and took off. Yeah. He's good. Well, that's the only reason I'll probably watch that next Triple S to see if they talk about Ice Cube in that. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that black guy? Oh, well, off to the jungle. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how it'll go. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week. <laughs>